Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? You heard me correct, I said live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series of episode descriptions. Then what you should do is follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 9 p.m. to hear what the deck has in store. I will even read your questions live, and I know you don't want to miss out on that. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday. Hello, tarot people. You guys are amazing. Thank you so, so much for being here. Oh my God, I missed you guys. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, I'm hugging everybody. I'm hugging everybody with like wild, like erratic, hectic, Aquarian holiday energy. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I'm late. Um, I'm so grateful and, and touched that you guys are here. I'm still going to hang out here for a solid hour. So we'll have an hour together. Hopefully you guys also can hang out. Um, for those who are new or joining for the first time, usually we start at six. So that's why you're, you're getting this flurry of, of mania. Um, my name's Michelle T. I'm the host. Anyway, we're late. I'm sorry. Life is hectic. Um, I'll be here for a full hour. I'm going to be reading questions that got sent to me through my Instagram. You can also send me questions there at Michelle Tease, um, T-E-A-Z. I gathered a bunch that are about people's jobs. Like people got a lot of job probs. So I'm here to take care of some of them, hopefully. And for you guys, anything you want to ask the tarot at all, doesn't have to be about jobs, can be about whatever's up in your life. Just raise your hand and that's how I'll pick on you. So um, I'm going to just start with some. I actually picked some cards earlier just to kind of prep so, I, so I'd so i have less shuffling time and more reading time, right? So here's the first one. It says, um, I'm unemployed and just landed a second interview for a job. The only problem is that I don't want the position. I only applied because I haven't been hearing back from the jobs I actually want. Why do I feel like this is very relatable? Um, should I proceed with the interview process and see where it goes? Or should I decline the invitation and hold out for something I'm excited about? Thanks so much. All right. So yeah, the first the card that I picked for like, you know, what does it look like if you proceed with this job you don't actually want? And it's the Prince of Disc. And like, he is all about just like duty, right? He is so dutiful. Um, the Prince of Discs, he can be a little bit boring. So I'm not surprised to know that you're not inspired about this job. He's not a super inspired character, but he is so dosh darn hardworking. You know, he's um, I'm reading with the Toth deck. He has a Taurus signifier, the bull, the steadfast, I'll get it done bull is pulling his chariot. So, okay. And then guess what? If you decline the invitation and hang out for something else, you get the 10 of swords, which is the ruin card. I am so sorry to tell you that it doesn't look like there's a lot out there right now. Um, and again, this is just this moment, right? Tarot is just moment by moment. Our lives are just moment by moment. Tarot helps us know that. So yeah, you should be like good like the Taurus and just do good by yourself. But anyway, take the job. It's not your dream job, but it will take care of you. Um, and so you can be grateful for it, for that, for it popping up to take care of you. And more will be revealed for your, for your work life and your career, okay? This is not the last job you're ever gonna have, but it doesn't look like there's a better one around at the moment. Okay, now you guys, who is in the queue? Who can I help? Ani. 
Um, I know, I don't know about you guys, but I know this is like, I'm, I'm working on a, an update for the app and it seems like maybe there's a little bug going on, um, on my end anyway, but yes, exactly. It updated. I see that Jackie. Okay. So here's, here's the only thing that I missed, Ani. I missed exactly what the first thing that you would be going back to would be. Um, but I picked a card on what you're going back to anyway. Um, because I knew that it was something that you're returning to. I got the spirit of it, but I didn't get specific what it is. Um, and the card that you got for that is the two of discs, um, which is change in this tarot deck. Okay. It's Jupiter and Capricorn. And I actually like this because the, the cards that you got for the other two paths aren't that great right now. Um, they're both difficult cards. Um, the writing card is the Eight of Swords, um, Interference, and the spiritual path right now is the Ten of Swords, Ruin. I mean, do I think that like ruin will befall you for pursuing your intuition? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Please keep doing these things. But, you know, you're asking about like where to really put your the most of your energy right now. That's what I'm asking the cards to tell us about. And what I really like about this Two of Discs, it's a yes card. The Two of Discs is a yes, which is great. Um, and then... On top of that, what I like about it is that you're returning to this, to this, um, to this occupation, but it's going to be different for you somehow. And it's going to be different in a really good way. It's Jupiter and Capricorn. So both of these things are really excellent. Jupiter brings gifts and expansion. So somehow there's more to this work than there was for you last time around. Okay. And then it's Capricorn, which is like, that's the boss of the Zodiac, right? Capricorn, Capricorn, you know, they achieve, they, they aspire and they like, yeah, they're, they're just the big winners. So I feel like there's actually a path in here for you. And I think it's going to be a little bit different than it was for you last time around. Um, now as for like writing and spirituality, it just looks like these are things that you need to keep growing. I love that you have a mentor for writing. Um, I love that you're looking into your spirituality and I love that you're doing ancestor work. I think that those are all fantastic things and they're a part of your life and they might be an ever increasing part of your life. And maybe at some point be like something that is monetized. But right now I, I'm getting almost a feeling like you really just need to um, not put that kind of, um, sometimes when we put pressure on things to monetize for us, it can kind of hurt them while they're still sort of blossoming and getting their feet. So, you know, I want you to keep writing and working with your mentor and keep, you know, doing your spiritual work. But as far as like where to put your your energy for like a J-O-B, I really think it needs to be back at the thing you have been doing, but expect it to be different in a good way. Does that make sense? Okay, Ani, I had to cut you off. I'm so sorry. The audio was so terrible. Um, I heard you like laughing and it sounded really sweet. And I think I heard you say that it made some sense. <laughs> and I really, I really hope that it made some sense. Oh, right. Here we are, you guys. This is showbiz. It's, it's tarot showbiz is what happens. Okay. So here's another uh, question that came into my mailbox. Um, I'm a licensed therapist. Thank you for your service. And on the precipice of opening my first private practice, I also happen to be a tarot reader myself and consider myself an intuitive witch. I've always wondered about merging my love of tarot and esoteric spirituality with my work as a therapist, but I'm scared this might be too new agey and out there for my therapy clients. I'm wondering what it would look like for me to have a traditional psychotherapy practice versus one that honors and embeds more of my witchy spiritual side. Wow. Okay. So I, I picked two cards because I'm just kind of going hard on them, you know, to try to get with this late start. I just wanted to get as much going as possible. Um, 
<laughs> here I'm using a really beautiful deck called the Radiant Tarot that some of you guys might enjoy. Check it out. It's very pretty. There's a lot of animals in it. Um, so the card that I picked for you having a, you know, traditional psychotherapy uh, practice was the Ten of Swords. And unlike Ani, who I was just getting, you know, like a no vibe from it, um, I actually think the Ten of Swords has a deeper meaning with you. I think the Ten of Swords is, is showing that, like, it's not going to work for you to have a traditional psychotherapy practice because you, my friend, as you know, are an intuitive witch. You're not a normal psychotherapist. Now, if you accept that. And if you get a strategy together about how to introduce these other, you know, intuitive practices to your clients, etc. Um, the card that you got for that is the four of pentacle power, sun in Capricorn, being a boss. That is like, it's one of the best cards. It's one of the best career cards. Okay. It's, it's really fantastic. So yeah, um, I love when the cards are clear and they're very clear right now. Yes, you should absolutely not pretend to be normal. Let, but none of us pretend to be normal, okay? Let's all be our weird witchy selves. And um, and yeah, good luck with your... I mean, I would love to get therapy from you. I mean, what a dream to have a therapist that, you know, pick tarot cards for me. So good luck to you. Okay. Um, let me see now who we got out here. Um, Ale, A-L-E, Ale, as I'm hoping I'm saying your name correctly. You're muted, so... Oh. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Am I saying your name correctly? Ale. Yeah, it's short for Alejandra. Okay, cool. Hello, Ale. Um, what can the tarot do for you tonight? I have been um, contemplating the idea of, tra of moving to San Diego and looking for work there. Okay. I'm currently in Orange County, and I just want to see what it would look like to relocate to San Diego and what it would look like to stay in Orange County. Okay. Let's see. Okay. So I'm going to pick one card for San Diego. Here we go. And I'm going to pick one card to, for staying in Orange County. Okay. Gosh. I need to like come up with a new, like shorter, tighter, faster shuffling. I'm like very neurotic about my shuffles with the tarot. I really like, I want to get a perfect shuffle in. You know what I mean? It's going to feel satisfying. Okay. Oh, you know something? I want to tell you to move because it's like, I always want to tell people to move. I'm like, move, leave your hometown, see the world, you know, like branch out. But it looks like right now there's actually, there's great things for you in Orange County. You got the sun card for Orange County. And I know it's a very sunny place, but like, you know, this is beyond, beyond it being literal. It's, you know, it means that like, there's something about being there where the best of you is being highlighted and being brought out. <clears throat> and if that doesn't feel true, um, I would just maybe ask why and see what you can do. See if you can make some changes or, or, um, cause I just, I just picked a card. Like, you know, if I asked the tarot, if this doesn't feel true, what can you do? And I got the lovers and the change card. So it's like, there's some things that you can shake up. There's some different choices that you can make, some things you can walk away from or possibly commit to that can increase that Leo fun vibe, creative, like feeling really good about yourself, feeling good about life energy that the sun brings. Now, if you go to um, San Diego, it's not terrible. Um, you got the seven of wands. The seven of wands in the Toth deck is called Valor. And it's, it's, it says it's kind of a struggle. It's a struggle that you win, like you are mm -hmm. victorious at the end, but there's something kind of exhausted about it. And mm -hmm. what's interesting is that they're both Leo cards. Um, but you know, the, the sun 
sun card is just exalted, beautiful, Leo at its best, at its highest energy. And the valor card for San Diego is Mars in Leo, which is kind of a struggle. It's just kind of like, you know, you, you want it to be a lot easier than it is. And I know it, it sounds like it's being presented to you maybe like it's an easy, there's something that's like hung you down there. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like it's really going to be quite as easy as or as Okay, well, that is really good to know. Thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Good luck to you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let me see. Okay. Let's see. Here's a car. Here's a, a question that came into my Instagram. Um I left a toxic job over a year ago and haven't quite found anything new yet. Well, congrats leaving a toxic job. Not not easy to do. Um, you love San Diego, Ale. I know you do. I, I could feel that you wanted to move. I could feel that you were disappointed. I wish the cards were giving you different energy. Maybe um, I, I want to tell you just to go spend a lot of time down there, but I bet you're already doing that. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. Um, all right. I've now been presented with a potential job with people I met through my last job, which I'm really excited about. However, the company is still very much in its early state and the job might not materialize till next year. It's all very up in the air. But is this the dream job I've been waiting for? I've also been asked to produce freelance for an independent media company. Should I take this on? I'm afraid if I say yes, the other potential offer will come through early and I'll be in a pickle. Please help. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for saying, you know, using the word pickle uh, in that way. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> so I picked two cards for you. One is, is this your dream job? Okay. And the other, should you, you know, take this freelance? Um, is this your dream job? It very well may be. At the very least, it's one of your dream jobs. Okay. Maybe you're a person that's going to have a lot of occupational soulmates, and this might be one. Um, I am using a deck called the, um, the Lunaria Tarot, and it's a, it's a tarot deck for writers. I have a feeling there's a lot of writers here. I get so many questions about writing. So, you know, check out this tarot deck. It's called Lunaria and it's all about writing. So instead of cups, um, there's inkwells, which is adorable. So the card that's representing, you know, is this your dream job? The nine of inkwells. Okay. This is a really happy, happy card. Um, it's very blissed out. Jupiter, in Pisces, which is like, oh, Jupiter just brings gifts. It's bringing you the gift of a dream job. Pisces, you know, you're able to soak it up and feel it, really feel it. So, um, so yeah, it is, it looks really good. But I also did ask, you know, should you take on this freelance job? Will it land you in a pickle? And guess what you got? You got the full card, which is um, represented in this deck by the writer Lewis Carroll, who did Alice in Wonderland. So it's a little picture of Alice. Um, yeah, the fool. Guess what? You should do it. I mean, I think you want to be the fool. I think you want to be in, in a pickle. I think you want to have that kind of embarrassment of riches, where on the one hand, you've got your dream job, but then you've already also got this freelance gig going on. And you'll figure it out. You know, with the fool there, you'll figure it out. Um, so you don't have any bad cards here. It's not like you're going to feel stressed. I mean, it might feel a little of like good stress, like how do I balance all this great stuff? Um, you might really be thankful that you've got this great freelance gig happening while the dream job goes through its, you know, growing pains or whatever, and maybe takes a moment to solidify and get you on full time or at a level that is, you know, functional for you. So yes, say yes to all the jobs. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to put this little Lunaria deck away and see who is next here. Let's see who is next. Charlie. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Oh, this is very exciting. Um, Good. Um, what would you like to ask the tarot this evening? 
Yeah. So I am a grad student in public policy and I'm trying to figure out where I should be working this summer. Um, this is, I'm looking for like a three card spread on three different cities. And um, I kind of know what the type of job is I'm looking for in each one. But um, I'm trying to figure out which one's going to be the most aligned with my values. So, um, yeah. Um, okay, great. What is the first place? So the first place uh, would be Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, the second place would be Washington, D.C. And the third place would be Philadelphia. I'm shuffling to D.C. right now. And then, and then the final place is Philadelphia. All right. So your cards for Charlottesville look really good. They look good. I mean, I want to compare these with the other ones, of course, but you know, your centerpiece card is abundance, three of cups. Um, that's very like close to the heart. You know, you're saying you want something that aligns with your values and that kind of is suggestive of that it's mercury and cancer. So it's about communicating things that are very close to your heart. Um, I also get a feeling that the people you might be working with there are kind of lovely. Um, you get on either side of the abundance card are two Queens. One is the queen of cups. One is the queen of wands. So it could be aspects of yourself or like the vibe of the work there, um, you know, which is the queen. Queen of Cups is very emotional and can't always see clearly. Queen of Wands is sort of the opposite. I mean, very passionate, but like very decisive, you know, really, really knows what they're doing. Um, so, you know, those could be people that you're working with, like a watery, a watery person and a more fiery person, or it could be somehow nature of the work there, um, where there might be elements of the, the work where, you, you can't see clearly or it's very emotional for you, but also you're given a lot of work to rise to the occasion of in a good way, I think. So, so that's that. DC, let's see what we got for DC. Oh, DC looks good. DC looks even better. Um, it's got a challenge too, but you know, it's, it's hard to get a, a, a spread with not a single challenge. Um, that's just our lives. This looks great. In fact, I just quickly flipped your Philadelphia cards and I think DC is the way to go. Your first card is the magician. I mean, that's fantastic. That for starting a new venture, for like going out into the world, like, you know, you're talking about doing work that aligns with your values. So, um, Oh, your I see your audio isn't working, so you're not hearing anything. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna type it out really fast. Um, okay, so DC <laughs> um, is magician, um, ace of discs, which is so great for a new job. I mean, my gosh, and then prince of swords. Okay, so. There's a little, little, there's something there. There's something there that's a little annoying, but my gosh, it can't compare to the magician and the ace, right? That's like so excellent. Um, now for Philadelphia, I'm going to just type this out real fast. Philly is hanged man. I mean, not a great start, but okay. Um, and then strife, right? Strife. And then um, where's the other one? Oh, ace of swords. Um, and just to be clear here, um, strife, because I'm using the shortcuts with this top deck, strife is the five of wands. Um, and I say, go DC. <laughs> I'm going to write this into here. Go DC for sure. That's what you want to do. Um, okay, Charlie, I'm going to, I'm going to say goodbye to you and remove you because you can't speak or hear. So I'm so sorry. 
that I had to do that. I hope that was helpful for you in spite of how strange <laughs> the delivery of the information was. Okay, let's see, we got somebody else here um, who has a question. I've recently started my own business. I took a big leap of faith and have been following my heart on it. It's a small consignment shop that works with local artists and crafters to promote and sell their work. I'm curious if the cards have insight. Oh, don't you love shops like that? They're so fun to go in and like get little trinkets and buy gifts for people. I love places like that. Let's see what the cards say about the energy of this undertaking. Oh yeah, this is great. I'm happy that you're doing this. You're doing what you're supposed to do. The lust card, okay? The lust card is a very artful card and it's very passionate and it is about supporting artists and supporting your own artistic self. It's Leo um, and it's Leo at, at their absolute best, right? Just kind of like that sun card was, um, but different. <laughs> this is really engaged. Um, it's very, very engaged in the way that I, in a way that I think works really well for a shop that's supporting artists. Your second card, Knight of Wands. Again, more fire here, okay? Um, this is great. It's like you've got all the energy that it's going to take to do something like this because gosh I can only imagine you know like you know the business aspect of it is a job and then this kind of promoting artists and working with artists is its own job as well so you get a lot on your plate and your final one is the beautiful lovely princess of cups who's making an offering and I get a real sense that you feel like you are being of service to these artists maybe you're being of service to your community um, you love being of service because it feels really good and guess what? You're good at it. So I, I let us know where this store is so we can come and like buy things. <laughs> this is really great. Okay. Who is in the room right now? I am going to call on Branson. Okay. You're muted. Hey there. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Great, great, great. Um, how are you doing and how can I help you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so my question is, I work in travel nursing, and okay. so I've been manifesting and doing some spell work on trying to find a, a better contract that fits my needs financially. Mm -hmm. And so this contract that I'm in now is coming up to an end on Friday, and I was wanting to know if I should stay here or should I wait around for a better paying contract? And if I, if I do, you know, if I do wait around, they may fill my spot here after Friday. So... Uh -huh. So yeah. you have to kind of probably just jump or not jump. Right. That's the question. And you and you know that you're not going to like your contract that much. Right. Right. I've just been here too long and I'm just looking for something different. I get it. I get it. I've had family who've done um, travel nursing. Okay. So first thing I'm doing is what does it look like for you to take it? Because it's what you're already doing. And just so you're not left out in the cold, all the, all the practical reasons to take it. So three cards for that. And now what if you don't, what if you're like, you know, something, this contract doesn't cut it and I'm going to hold out for something better. Um, I've been here for too long. And what does it look like if you just hold out and keep sniffing around for other opportunities in your field that suit you better? Okay. So do, grabbing onto it. Okay. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, gosh, darn it. You are in a tough spot right now. Um, it's like, I really want to encourage you to hold out for what you want because the, you know, the cards for holding out for what, for what a better contract, like the centerpiece card for it is the three of wands, which in the top deck is called virtue. And it's like, yes, like, you know, that you're worth more than what you're getting, you know? Um, 
And it's so, it's very pure in spirit of you just to be like, no, I, I want what's better. And you have the Knight of Swords with you, which is also very focused and very like, I'm going to go get what's better for me. But then you also have the Ten of Swords. So I'm concerned that there's just a tough job market is what you're working with right now. Yeah. And, you know, and that like, you're going to end up in spite of your like really beautiful, like purity of intention and your focus and diligence, you might end up at this 10 of so- 10 of swords, which is just like shit, you know? However, it's like staying at this job that you're at. It's so funny. You said you've been there for a while. The first card that comes up is queen of discs. It's like, you should be running this place, you know, right. like, like you like rule this place. Um, and that's probably what's so frustrating is that you probably could run the place and you're, you're very good at your job and you know it and it's not being recognized. The other two cards that came up next to her is the five of uh, cups disappointment and the five of wands strife. So, I mean, are you, are you actually fighting with people at your work? Can I ask? Um, not so much fighting. There's just a lot of um, drama, I guess. I'm just staying back and not, not speaking on it. I'm not speaking, but yeah, I'm dealing, I'm dealing with a lot. It's a yeah. I mean, oh my goodness. Um, I would say for now, this Friday, if nothing has come up, like take it. Um, because you don't want to just be left in the lurch, even though like this job as it is right now for you is beneath you. It's beneath your efforts. It's beneath your talent. I mean, I want to say it's beneath you. That sounds like it's just, it's like, you're not being, you're, it's not, it's not respecting you as much as it should be, you know? Um, and because you do have the queen of discs, I almost wonder if you can get in there and haggle a little bit and just be like, I need to be recognized. Um, with those two five cards, I could I could see it not actually going well. So I trust you and your feeling about like, you know what you can kind of get away with and what you can't. Um, but you, you got to ask this, you got to ask this question again, I think, or keep, can you keep looking for a place yeah. under, under this contract? Yeah, I can keep looking through different companies. And that's what I was going to do. Actually, what's interesting is today when I did my daily tarot card, it was the three of wands. No and way. It was. Yeah. So I like I like when stuff like that happens. So oh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to hold off and just keep looking, I think. Keep looking. You know, I just picked a card for you continuing to look and you got the nine of discs gain. It's a good oh. work card. It's a good money card. So awesome. yeah, like there is another job out there for you, but you just don't want to be left in the lurch. So, so take it this Friday. Awesome. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Gosh, you guys, I'm just like telling people not to move, telling people to like stay at their lousy jobs. Like, Oh, I just like, uh, I, I wish, I wish that I was telling everybody to like, you know, I wish I was telling everyone to run away from home. That's like really where my heart is. But um, that's not what the tarot wants to, to tell you guys. Okay. All right, here we go. Here's another question that came in through my Instagram. For those who have just joined us, you can raise your hand and I'll try to get to you. Or you can also send questions to me at Instagram. Um, my name there is uh, at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. And uh, I'll, you know, I got like uh, 40 pages of questions and I'm going to, I'm determined to get through them eventually. Here's the new, here's the next one. I'm quite an introvert and I've been very privileged to have been able to work from home making apothecary products the past couple of years, but I'm not quite making enough to make this my only job anymore. I'm at a crossroads. My question is, do I maybe get a small business loan to keep my apothecary line going and put my energy there? Okay, that is uh, what I'm shuffling for right here. Okay, what does it look like? To get a small business loan, I mean, my goodness, a lot of people are needing that extra support after the pandemic. Um, it sounds so fun to have an apothecary line. Okay, I'm picking three cards for that. 
Or should I look for a work from home type job? Okay, I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling to see what that is. Um, a work from home job. <laughs> work from home jobs. I always like, I'm thinking of like, make a hundred dollars an hour stuffing envelopes. There used to be these like ridiculous ads in the back of like free papers in like the nineties where you were like, really? Is that real? It wasn't real. Um, but hopefully you can find a real work from home job. What does that look like for you? I just picked some. Um, it's getting harder and harder to go back to a real job, but constant hustling has its own downsides. Does it ever? My introverted ways have been extra activated due to the pandemic and I'm really torn here. Oh, I feel you. Okay, small business loan versus work from home. Oh, geez. Gosh, this also looks hard. Work looks... <laughs> Why am I shocked that work looks hard? I mean, work is hard, is it not, you guys? Capitalism is is a drag and work is really hard. Um, so, you know, there's there's pluses and minuses and... I do think that getting a work from home job looks a little better. Um, so for getting the loan, the first card you have is the princess of swords. She's great um, in certain circumstances, but she's sort of rash and reactionary. So with her popping up, I'm thinking, oh gosh, like I feel like that's a sign saying um, that it's a little bit like it's too much to like get a loan. For some reason, it's not... It's, it, it sounds like a perfectly reasonable thing to do, but somehow it's not. And then the next card that comes up is the Ace of Wands. Okay, new beginning. All right, but then after that, Futility, Seven of Swords, Futility. So these Rough Swords cards, I see that you want to keep the fires burning on the apothecary line um, with, the small, with, the, with the small business loan, but it looks like my guess looking at this is that it's not going to be enough to sustain it, that there's other issues working against the apothecary line that need to be sorted out so that that income that you get from the bank isn't sort of wasted. Do you know what I mean? So that you're not, you know, taking that on and then owing that and still having it not help the apothecary business. Now, this is rough. Now, for getting the, the job, the at-home job, um, you got the art card, which is actually really wonderful. Um, it's a Sagittarius card. I see all the Sag shout-outs. You know, you guys, I'm an Aquarius, but I'm a Sag stellium, so I really feel like a Sag, and I love Sag season. Even if the Sag Mercury is messing us up tonight, I still love it. Um, so this art card is Sagittarius, and it's about being creative and creating something new through your efforts. Um, so that actually is really good. But then you get the cruelty card, nine of swords, again, with the swords card, which is like, you don't want to do this work. Or is there something shady about it? Why do I always think there's something shady about work from home, um, <laughs> you know, uh, opportunities? Um, and then after that, you get the lover's card, which makes me feel like another choice is coming for you. Um, now, I am unsatisfied with both of these things. And I know that you said, like, you do not... It's harder and harder to go back to a real job, right? But I'm just, I got to pick for you. I got to pick for you. What does that look like? Because the apothecary looks strained, okay? And working from home does not look like it's going to fix the problem. Um, so what does it look like for you to get a J-O-B, J-O-B job? Um, is that the way? Is that the way it goes? Okay, there's my final shuffle. And yeah, my friend, I'm so sorry. You're not going to be happy about it, right? 
not, you're not, I don't need to tell you that. You're like, I don't need a fortune teller to tell me I'm not going to be happy having to get a job. Okay. Um, but it is absolutely the best spread for you. You got that ace of wands there again. It's interesting. The ace of wands came up for you around the apothecary. Um, it's coming up again, which makes me think that this is actually a situation that might allow you to continue working on the apothecary um, in a smaller way, but not let go of it completely until you can kind of build it up again and then maybe transition out of the nine to five, right? That ace of wands is really your passion. And I know that this nine to five job is not your passion, right? However, I do think it's possible for you to get a job that's okay, that doesn't feel terrible to you. And that, you know, getting thrust back out into the workforce, even though you are extra introverted, and I really do understand, um, I do think that it's not going to be as bad as you think, okay? With the Ace of Wands, you then get the Knight of Discs. He is a worker. He's like a real worker dude. Um, and he's like really making stable and practical choices. He's a little boring. You don't want to go to work, but you got to. Your final card, Ten of Cups, Satiety. Yeah, it's going to be boring, okay? <laughs> like, there, I, I think that the novelty will wear off and you'll be like, oh God, here I am. Um, and when that happens... Um, come back and we can talk about this again. Okay. We can pick some more cards and see, you know, take the temperature of, you know, what is, um, where's your apothecary line at? Is it time? Like, what can you do to build that up? I think that the long-term plan here is to get you doing apothecary all the time, obviously, but, um, in the meantime, you got to pay the bills. So I think a nine to fiver is the way to go. Sorry. Breaking hearts today, you guys. Whose heart can I break next? Let's see. Clark. Hi, Clark. Okay. I got it unmuted, I think. Okay. Great. And I got myself unmuted. Um, okay, cool. What can I do for you tonight? Yeah. So actually about a year ago, um, you did a reading for me. I had just left an abusive relationship and have really spent the last year healing and getting into a good place. Uh Um, And around the time we spoke, I unfortunately ended up having to involve attorneys and get a protective order. And that's expiring next month, which is bringing me a lot of anxiety. Um, So I'm just kind of looking for a gut read on, can we call this over and done? And hopefully this person isn't going to compromise my safety anymore, or do I need to be nervous for next month? Okay, so let's we'll just see what the energy of next month looks like for you around, um, you know, feelings of ideas around protect, feeling protected, feeling grounded, feeling like you're safe in your space, safe in the world. Um, so sorry that you had to deal with all of that. Um, it looks like you are going to. Um, I, let me just first say, you, I, it looks okay to me. It looks okay to me, but it looks like you're shaken. It looks like you're shaking and that, and that is meaningful. You know, that like the fact that even though I'm here, you know, a tarot reader on the internet telling you (laughs) that you're going to be safe, like, of course, it's going to take you a little bit to kind of feel, um, get the evidence from your actual lived environment in life that allows you to relax. So the first card that came up is the seven of, of, um, cups, which is called debauch and, it's just a really emotionally shaken card. Um, and when the Seven of Cups comes up in this top deck, it, we really can revert to bad habits, um, habits and ways of thinking that are not good for us, that we think are going to make us feel better or take care of things, but, um, but that don't. So, uh, I think that like 
what I would recommend is really having like a support system around you so that you can run your thoughts and your actions by people who, you know, know you and love you and like aren't being triggered, who can tell you and reflect reality back at you. And, you know, get those people around you that you can trust. Your next card is the Knight of Wands. And I really like him because he's about fast movement. He's a positive card and he's really about fast movement. Um, so I think that that period of feeling shook will pass pretty quickly. Um, also, if you have like fierce, fiery friends, like keep them around. This could be a person in your life who's there to kind of like back you up and watch your back and just sort of like reality check for you. And then your final card is the art card. Again, that Sagittarius card coming up again. And it's a really wonderful card of like transformation and it's really beautiful and positive. So I almost want to say that like, after you go through, um, you know, the sort of necessary shaky feelings that you're going to have as a result of this, like you're going to be even better at the end of it. Cause I think it's going to feel really and truly done for you. You know, like, like the art card is a major arcana and it is about like a new reality. And so it's been great to have like, you know, the like society, you know, rules keeping him away from you, but now you'll see, or them away from you. Um, I can't remember the gender of the person, but now, um, knowing that, you know, they, it's it's really over. You're going to be able to relax in a larger way, I think, instead of waiting or fearing that some other shoe is going to drop. Does that make sense? It totally does. And, you know, it feels like I've gotten there, but this is like the last hurdle, I think, kind of psychologically keeping me from feeling okay with moving forward, you know? Yeah, um, that makes sense. Can I ask, what's the equivalent of the art card in the Rider weight? Oh, the, in the Rider weight, it's actually a bizarre riff on the temperance card that oh, frankly okay. makes no sense to me, but you know, I, I abide by whatever the tarot creator intends for the cards, but it, it is, um, you know, it, it's sort of like a, a like a, a hyped up temperance. So while temperance is about sort of like, like mellow balance, this is about, um, you know, the, the temperance card is sort of pouring the water back and forth and creating like a rhythm and a harmony. In the art card, it's more about alchemy. So they're pouring something back and forth, but they're creating a whole new thing. So something all new is created from the um, attempts at balance in the alchemy, something new is created. So I like that for you. So I'm really seeing that as a sort of a new beginning or a new way of like feeling, a new way of feeling in the world, you know, as a result of this passing. I love that. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Good luck to you. Okay, let's see. Oh, this is like real simple here. Should I stay in my job of 15 years or pursue a new job? Thank you for being a tarot minimalist. Um, although I got to say, I really love all you tarot maximalists. I love all the details. How could I not? Okay, so I'm picking a card for what does it look like to stay in this job of 15 years? And what does it look like to pursue a new job? Okay, let's see. You guys, I just want to say I'm like catching bits and bobs of the, um, I keep glancing down at the chat and I just love you guys. I have such strong affection for the folks who come here and participate like that. And it's such a sweet community. And thank you for like helping each other, you know, it, during these moments when I know people are asking questions and because I'm reading cards and I see you guys helping each other and it warms my heart. It warms the cockles. Okay. So stay in the job for 15, uh, 15 years. You get the debauch card. You're over it. That is a soggy ass, uninspired. Um, you, you're going to self-sabotage if you stay in that job. That's what I think looking at it. It's like, uh, it's just like icky and slimy and we don't like it. However, get a new job. What do you get? 
the four of discs came up earlier for the psycho, for the groovy psychotherapist. And I'll say to you what I said to that person. Um, yeah, this is you stepping into your power and um, growing your skills, growing your career, feeling um, more fortified. So either, you know, getting a better deal, getting more money, getting a better work environment, whatever it is, it might be all of those things. So yes, you should definitely pursue a new job um, and get out of that soggy, soggy seven of cups. Okay. Who do we have here? Nadia, you are up next. Nadia. <laughs> Hi. Hi there. First time uh, being on, so I didn't, I've been looking for the mute button the whole time. And oh my goodness. There it is. It, 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 it gets easier from here. <laughs> um, well, thanks for having me on. I have, I, it's funny, everybody's had career related questions and I certainly have those about my life, but I'm, I'm fretting about a boy and, uh-huh. um, so is that, which one should I go with, the boy or the... Oh, go with whatever one you want to know about. It's whatever you want. There's no... I, I, I use a theme sometimes to gather the questions that come into my my Instagram. But okay. here live, I just want folks to ask what they want to know. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, so so I've gotten in touch with someone and I'll try to keep it short, but um, he seems like a great guy on paper. Um, he, he seems real friendly and he seems to indicate that he's dedicated, that he, you know, wants it to be a super long-term thing, um, you know, breaking out the M word and all that good stuff and meeting family and all those fun things. However, um, there's a lot of things where he's, he waffles about a lot of things and even his values. I'm like, okay, do we have, you know, if two walk together, they generally must agree on things. Um, on the basics, but you know, he waffles about those things. He's jumped around on several different topics, several different times. And, um, I'll, you know, I'll try to get close, you know, I'll like pat his hand or do other little flirty things and he like jumps away, but he's telling me he wants to, you know, stick around forever. So I'm confused. I'm hoping he's a healthy person, um, mm-hmm. as, as, you know, personality wise and all of that and God bless him either way. But I, I just, I can't afford to have more people who... I have to be the parent for in my life. <laughs> oh, hell no. no. You don't need that at all. So let's see. I'm going to pick three cards to sort of get his vibe. Like what's his vibe about? Cause like maybe he's just a little jumpy. What sign is he? Okay. So he's a Capricorn sun, Taurus rising cancer moon. And he's, I feel like he would be a very strong, stable um, opposite to me. I'm a Leo, Leo sun, Aries moon, cancer, uh, sorry, Scorpio rising. So I'm all kinds of fire. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. and I'm afraid that we may be too stubborn for each other also. <laughs> we'll end up just hating each other, loving to hate each other. I don't well, know. hopefully it won't get that dramatic, but let's see, let's see. Um, I'm like, this, this person sounds like, I don't know, like maybe they've got some Libra, you know, some, one of those, um, some, one of those, one of those signs that kind of make you jump around a little bit, but let's see what we got here. Hmm. I, this is so interesting. I do believe he is the person he says he is. Um, I believe he's sincere. That's the most important thing that I was looking for here. Um, However, are you guys compatible? I don't know. Um, I think that, um, let me just tell you what I'm seeing here in the story that is sort of emerging from it. The very first card is the eight of discs. It's sun in Virgo and it's called prudence. And, um, you know, that is like, it's a beautiful tree that's growing really strong. It's got these lovely leaves that are protecting the flowers. Um, so this makes me think a couple different things. First, it's like, it's a very reliable, honest and um, steady card. So it makes me, you know, if you're looking, especially somebody with all that earth, you know, it's sort of speaking to that. So I'm like, okay, 
you know, he's not, I don't think he's a sociopath. You know, I think that, you know, he is who he says he is. Um, it might, he might be trapped a little bit between like wanting to rush in and then also wanting to mediate the, the speed a little bit. Like that might be truly confusing for him. The prudence card says go slow, you know? So there's something in him that's maybe saying go slow, even as he seems like he's sort of making proclamations. Um, I think it's also telling you to go slow. Even if he is the guy who's going to be around forever, um, you still have to move slow because um, it's only by getting a little bit, like you kind of do have to wade into something with somebody to really get the sense. And I know that like, believe me, I've had my heart broken so many times. Like I really get that you want to, the, the temptation to just sort of fast track it and be like, can you just give me a printout right now? So I can just review this and say yes or no. Cause I don't have the fucking time, you know, to like wade through your personality and see if you're going to work. But unfortunately you kind of have to. So I do think like cautiously and optimistically you should move forward. And so should he, and then you have the hanged man. And I'm wondering if this is a couple different things. One thing I'm wondering is that he just might, there might be some parts of his personality that irritate you, you know? Um, that doesn't mean he's not a good match for you. Um, it could be a great teaching thing for you to like, let, let a person be a person, you know what I mean? And have their quirks and like not take them personally and not try to change them. Like, you know, only, you know, if that resonates, like, is that something that you might, you know, if you need to get better at that, this might actually be a great person for that. Um, but it also just, just knowing that like how uncomfortable you are about like taking the chance, the hanged man could also represent what I was just saying that like, you do have to do the uncomfortable thing of trusting in order to come out the other side and, 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 and know, is this person worth it or not? Um, and, your final card here is the it's Mercury and Sagittarius. Oh my gosh, Mercury is in Sagittarius. This is a beautiful card. It's the Eight of Wands. It's called Swiftness. Um, it is a very positive card. It's about electrical energy, great communication. Um, it feels like, how long have you been seeing this person for? Oh, I thought I was muted this whole time. Um, we've been talking since about August. Okay. Um, it, it looks like... Um, it's like, I see you guys move this, this, there's this, I'm saying move, move slowly, move slowly so that you can then move fast <laughs> because when the swiftness card happens, everything really, really happens. It's like, you have to get through this hanged man in order to really be able to relax and open yourself to him and also possibly for him to open himself to you more. Um, you know, if he worries that you're going to judge him or something, he might, that might be making him skittish or jumpy. Um, but I don't see anything that's like a red flag in these cards. Um, but you should, yeah, you should move slowly um, and always encourage, you know, the, the swiftness card is really about direct communication. So if you haven't done things like, hey, when I touch your hand, you pull away. Why did you do that? What is it like for me to touch your hand? How does that make you feel? Like in your own words, of course, um, like that's a card that really is great for things like that. And like, we, it can make us feel really awkward, you know, to have to do this direct communication when we just want to be swept off our feet. We want things to sync up really, you know, easily and romantically and like not have to kind of process, you know, different communication styles and whatnot. But I think you might have to, this hanged man to me is in the center of the cards is saying there's something uncomfortable that has to be faced and walked through for the sake of you guys having more freedom and ease with each other. Does that make sense? Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Good. But yeah, I mean, I do think he's sincere. I do think he's sincere. And that to me is the most important thing, um, you know, because I just want to make sure there's, you know, you're not getting played or anything like that. And you want to make sure that 
Exactly. I don't see that. I don't see any ill intentions here. Awesome. Yeah, like you said, I don't have any more time for that. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. No. Got too many t-shirts for that. You, you don't, but at the same time, unfortunately, you you gotta you gotta get your toes wet to really know like what the temperature is. So I wish you a lot of luck getting to know this person a little bit better and like letting yourself be open to that process. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're welcome. Bye bye. All right. Let's see what else we've got here. Um, oh, what happened? I have been wanting to follow my follow my intuitive gifts for years and eventually have my own practice to spiritually assist others. I'm gifted with abilities and many of the Claire's. I love that. I love that they said that in the Claire's, you know, clairvoyant, clairaudient, like, whoa, the Claire's. But I am like, like a hermit crab, afraid to come out of her shell because of the closed-minded community I live in. Oh, no. I'm feeling so drawn to tarot. So here I am asking Tarot for insight on what road I'm being drawn to and what that means for me. Okay, well, clearly you know you're being drawn towards a spiritual practice that engages your Claire talents, that allows the Claire's to take center stage. So what would it look like for you to do that um, and really commit to that? Let's see. And I'm keeping in mind that you're in a closed-minded community and I am going to be looking for cards that, you know, um, suggest that that might be an issue for you. Um, or maybe, maybe it's not an issue. It just feels like it could be. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm going to do one more little shuffle that I'm going to pick three cards to see what this person should do. Okay. Yes. All right. There's a problem and the problem is not your clairvoyance. Your clairvoyance is gorgeous and sparkling and I can see it in these cards. What does it look like? I'm now asking this. You didn't ask me to ask you what it looks like for you to move, but I'm going to do that because when somebody gives me a problem and they say, because of the closed-minded community I live in, I can't help it. I also grew up in a closed-minded community and I got the hell out of there um, by the skin of my teeth. And, you know, I know that it's, it can be really hard to do and hard to figure out. I know that. But what does it look like for you to, to move into a more accepting environment? hard. Okay. So here's what I see for you. Um, you know, what does it look like for you to go forward into your spiritual practice? You have three cards. The first one is the three of swords, sorrow. There's a sorrow attached to this. And, a, and I'm thinking that that is, um, you know, how hard it is for you to come out of your shell. Okay. Um, it looks truly scary for you to do that. Um, you, but here's the thing. You also have the two of cups, which is love. And you have the ace of cups, which is a whole new cycle of emotional fulfillment and exploration and experimentation. Also, I just really feel like um, intuitive gifts are often seen in the cups cards in the tarot. I mean, they're kind of everywhere through the tarot, but I'm feeling it here. Um, I asked, you know, okay, what is that? What's that swords card? Is it is it people, you know, being mean to you? Do you need to move? Moving? It's not great. You've got adjustment, the hierophant, and cruelty. You know, if you've got something else at the end and not cruelty, I would say, Yes, maybe you should move um, and maybe you should move in a way that like move to a place where you can study and grow this gift because you have the Hierophant, but I don't know that you're ready to do that yet. Um, I think what you need to do, you need to take the chance of showing yourself to your community, okay? You have the Three of Swords. I'm seeing how hard it is for you. Um, I don't know what your sign is. This, you know, the Three of Swords is Saturn and Libra. And so I'm reading that is like, this year, you having this Libra desire to be liked, 
to be of assistance to your community, to be like a good person, a good community member. And then Saturn is coming down on you like a big bully saying like, oh, they're all going to laugh at you like Carrie's mom, you know. (laughs) Um, But I don't think they're going to. I think that part of this process for you is, is you have to come out of your shell in your community and trust you're going to be met with love. Okay. Um, and trust that you are love and you're going to be able to bring additional love into the world through this work. So, you know, I think it's really interesting that the three of swords is at the beginning of this reading and not at the end, because I feel like that's what you need to crawl through or climb over in order to access the love and the ace of cards, the two of cups, and the ace, the ace of cards, the ace of cups. You got to climb through, um, you know, that three of swords. Remember swords? So the pain of swords happens in our mind, right? It tugs on our heart, but it's our mind. It's mental. So whatever story you're telling yourself about, you know, not being accepted by your community, I'm sure there's really good reason for it. I really don't doubt that, but it's still a story and you got to get out there and you got to do it. Okay. So let us see who we got here. Brianna, you're up next, Brianna. Hi, Michelle. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, so I downloaded a tarot reading app. Okay. And like last week I got the tarot, I mean, not the tarot, the tower card. I got that. And of course, like I'm used to tarot. So I was like, oh my gosh, so this is a scary card. <laughs> um, and so I was just like, I know I shouldn't be so worked up about it, but I just want to ask the tarot, like, what is, I don't know, I guess, what will my energy be like? Does that make any sense? It does. But yeah, what will your energy be like um, in regards to anything in particular or during any particular time period? I don't know. I guess in the near future, what will my energy be like? Just in general, not towards okay. What's up for you? What's the landscape look like? What's the forecast? What's the energetic forecast for Brianna? Let's see. Okay. It looks like you are at the end of something. Now, I want to say, I want to say something to you and, and maybe to everybody. The tarot is so fun and it's an amazing tool. Um, I use it every day, literally, but also, you know, it traffics in extremes. You know, there's not a, there's not a card for like sort of a bad day, right? You get like the tower. So I, it's not that uh, sometimes our lives absolutely fall apart. Like I've gotten the tower card because Uh, you know, my marriage was falling apart and I was on the verge of getting divorced. I've also gotten the tower card, you know, for, for other things that were far less earth shattering. But, um, what I am seeing, okay, is that you have an ending energy around you right now. You got the 10 of wands, which in the top deck is called oppression. And you got the 10 of cups, which in the top deck is called satiety. So, you know, I was, oh gosh, who was I reading? I was reading somebody recently who was really looking at the tower card as really um, a positive card, you know, which is a wild way to look at it. We love freaking out about the tower and being scared of it. And I'm guilty of that as well. But, you know, the tower card comes and shakes our life up so we don't get stuck in ruts and we don't find ourselves doing the exact same thing, you know, in 15 years as we're doing right now. We want to take advantage of the variety of this planet and of our lives and of our potential. And so, you know, it's, we are also creatures who like habit, you know, and can be afraid sometimes. So that sometimes the tower, it's the universe doing for us what we can't always do for ourselves. So it looks like with the 10 of wands, it says, um, why am I still doing this? That's the question that it asked. I thought I wanted to do this, but I don't want to do this. How can I get out of this? Okay. The 10 of cups is saying, I'm bored. Um, I've achieved what I wanted to achieve. And now I'm not 
quite inspired anymore. Now, in the middle of these two cards that are begging for an ending, they're begging for a change, you have the Hermit. So this is really interesting. Um, the Hermit is such a great card um, to come up when you're like on the precipice of a change or maybe really need a change because, you know, he's the guy who takes himself out of society, crawls into a cave to get to the bottom of like who he even is. So I think that the, the hermit is asking you, who are you? What is the purest essence of yourself? If you could be doing anything you want, what would you be doing? If nobody was going to judge you, what would you do? If your sky, if the sky was your limit, what would you be pursuing? It wants you to ask those questions. And sometimes they're hard. The answers can be hard. They can make us sad or they can make us scared, but it's really demanding honesty. It really wants honesty. And I think that's what your tower card is. I think that it's time for you to make some changes. And I think that it's okay if you don't know what they are yet. It's also okay if you kind of know what they are, but they're scary to you. You can take your time. It just wants to be seen. It wants to it wants you to, it wants to know that you know that these changes need to happen. And if you don't know, it wants you to start taking some time meditating, doing journaling, taking walks in nature, being alone and away from other people's influences so you can really connect with what's true for you and then make those changes. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I definitely recognize what changes need to be made. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, Michelle. You're so welcome. I mean, when the, the tower comes up, it's like the rotten tooth that needs to be pulled so it doesn't make your body sick. So sometimes it hurts, but ultimately you're like, thank God that goddamn tooth is gone and I'm, I don't have a fever anymore. So good luck to you with all of your soul searching. All right, you guys. Wow, this was just another really um, beautiful evening with y'all. I really appreciate, um, I just appreciate you guys. Thank you for being here. I'm sorry that I started late. Um, next week, I believe I'm also going to be on Wednesday and not Thursday because if you happen to live in the Los Angeles area or you want a reason to go on a road trip, we're having a Your Magic live show. It's this really fun live show where I do live tarot readings for folks in the audience. It's here in Los Angeles. I'm going to be reading tarot cards for Alicia Garza, who is one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matters. I mean, she's like one of the most important people, I believe, on planet Earth today. So she's going to be there. We're going to read tarot. Um, there's this amazing comedian, Ashley Ray, who's doing a project about dating the Zodiac. She's actually dating the entire Zodiac and she's going to talk about it. Um, and so, and there's lots of other folks that are going to be there too. So that's on Thursday, December 2nd in Los Angeles um, at a place called 2220 Arts and Archives. And if you go onto my uh, Instagram or your magic's Instagram, there's, there's ads for it on our Instagram. So I'll be there on Thursday, but I'll be here with you guys on Wednesday. Okay. Um, thank you so much and have a really great week. Hi friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. You can join me for a journey through everybody's issues, yours, mine, people who write in. You'll be able to hear live readings, meet unique folks, and Again, ask questions of your own. Download the Spotify Greenroom app for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m.